Thank you for joining today for a new episode of this podcast as part of the Voice from Every Quarter season. Today's guest will be Michelle, the mother of last week's guest, Allie. If you remember, Allie spoke about how her mom had very conservative views while she was more liberal. Um, Just a disclaimer, this interview does not reflect my own personal views. Um, This is the second part of the mother-daughter series where I interview two family members with opposite views. Um, So without further ado, here is Michelle. Um, My name's Michelle Taylor. I'm from, I live in uh, Crawfordville, Florida. I work in Tallahassee. Um, I'm 48 years old, mother of two, married. So how do you think the United States women's overall rates are compared with other countries, um, such as Western European countries? Um, Iceland ranks number one in gender equality in the world, according to the World Economic Forum, while the U.S. is not in the top 10. I think that's terrible (laughs) that we're not even in the top 10. Of course, I had no, I really had no idea until I read, read your question. I I started reading them this week, but yeah, I think that's, it's terrible. It's kind of shameful that we're not even, for women's rights, we're not even in the, um, the top overall rights we're not even in the top 10 that's I, I just for whatever reason I would think we would be better or higher I guess um, and what do you think about equal pay do you feel that in your area women are underpaid and if they are underpaid what can be done um, if you don't think women are underpaid why do you think there was such a big outcry to claim that women are underpaid I, I think it depends on for the equal pay thing which is it kind of hits home to to where you know I work in HR, um, I think it just depends on the company and um, like the the career field. I mean, I do feel like there are issues out, and especially in the United States, with um, men being paid more than women for in certain career fields. Um, but again, I think it depends on where they're at, the company they work for, their company, you know, their culture and all that kind of stuff. Um, as far as, um, but I do, I do think it happens for sure. Or there wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't be out there, you know, in social media and all that kind of stuff. Hence why we have like the Department of Labor, they do all kinds of, you know, investigations, audits, things like that. So yeah, it definitely happens. Um, And do you think menstrual products should be free for everyone, such as in workplaces, schools, in all government buildings, um, things like that? And if yes, how should the government pay for it? And if not, why don't you think it's an issue? Um, I don't think we, we should have, um, I think we should have to pay for our own stuff um is having it free I mean we've we've I don't I just I don't think that's fair um I mean we should as I mean we need that stuff but I don't think it should just be um, free because if not we're gonna have to pay we end up paying for it through our tax dollars anyway Mm -hmm. um kind of going off that do you think that there is a period poverty in the United States if there, if there is, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, I mean, I, I do think it should start from home. I mean, a lot of this stuff, I mean, it needs, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, worried about what the schools are teaching. But I mean, I, I think it should come from home, you know, and then of course they always have the, the classes that they give, you know, the, the, um, the middle school and I think high school, you know, teaching you the basics or whatever. But I, I really feel like it should come from home. Mm-hmm. And do you think women should have free access to non-prescription birth control? Why or why not? 
this is kind of a similar question, but. Okay. Um, I think, no, I think they should have to pay for it because if not, we're going to have to pay through it through for our tax dollars. <laughs> I mean, that, that's kind of, yeah, what it all goes back to giving away free stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what do you think about the U.S. policy for new mothers compared with other countries, such as Canada and Western European countries? Um, should women get at least three months of paid maternal leave? Um, and what are the pros and cons of this policy? Now, I, that would be nice because I know in the when I was in the military, um, I had... Uh, both my daughters and they gave us, um, I think it was, I think we got six weeks of paid um, maternal leave. And then anything we wanted to add to it, we could use our vacation time up to 12 weeks. I mean, that, that would be, that would be nice. Um, but I wouldn't say not, not much more than that. I think six weeks is, is fair. And then I mean, you know, when you get pregnant, so you have time to save up your vacation times. If you do want to take extra, you feel so you can plan for that. But yeah, I would, I would agree with that. An Icelandic lawmaker in full view of her fellow lawmakers and television cameras delivered her remarks with her six-week-old daughter nursing quietly and no one cared. This is not surprising in Iceland, which has long had a liberal view of breastfeeding in public. Um, what do you think would happen if this occurred in the U.S., especially in the South, and do you approve of this lawmaker's action? Okay, let me... Now, I believe I'm a full... I, um, I breastfed. Um, I, do, I, I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of, but I, I am very modest, so I do think, you know, cover yourself up with the you know a sheet or a towel or something you don't have to be putting it all out there yeah um I think um if women started doing it freely in the south you'll be there'll be a lot of <laughs> freaking out <laughs> but I'm old I'm old school and probably most of the my friends I mean they you know we all breastfed but we just you know you just cover yourself up but it's not like to be ashamed like I mean even I, if I was in my house and somebody came over, I'm like, well, I got a feeder. And then I would just, they would, you know, look away or I would, but I, and to get situated, you know, I would um, get situated and then put a blanket over. Um, and can you talk about the obstacles someone have to face professionally? Um, do you think the glass ceiling is thicker for women in different professions and why or why not? The glass ceiling. So, I mean, I think, yeah, probably, but, um, that's a tough one. Um, um, I, I just, again, I think it goes back to the profession, but then it also depends on the woman, like how pushy she wants to be. Not that she has to be pushy, but just how, you know, how high does she want to go? And um, again, um, I just think it depends on the profession. And during the pandemic, when schools and childcare facilities shut down, many women quit their jobs to take care of the family. And it seems that disproportionate housework has fallen on the shoulders of women. Um, what do you think can be done to change this trend if it's an issue? Well, um, now that I'm an empty nester, it's just me and my husband at home. So we tag team it. And I feel like you just gotta, what, who, what's your, whoever your partner is, you just got to be open and honest about, um, 
you know, you, they need to do their half of their half of the work. Same, same way with people with small children at home. I mean, you just gotta, you know, work together as a team. Um, you know, want some, some days one's more tired than the others and just, you know, pick up the slack when you can. I mean, I just feel like it, it's opening up the lines of communication, you know. Um, and Roe versus Wade is 50 years old now. Do you think we should uphold or overturn this? And if overturned, um, what do you think would be the impact on women, if any? I'm definitely against abortion. I do, I just, um, only, only because I, um, I have, I have my daughters and I, but I can remember as a, you know, as a teenager, you know, thinking if I ever got in trouble, you know, what would I consider it? And then of course, after having children, um, there's no way I would ever consider it or even, you know, but um, I know saying that to somebody your age, I mean, you're like, well, I want options, you know, and I get that, but I, it's just, those trials and tribulations of growing up and you know going actually going through I just know for me I I couldn't even fathom you know and then um so I'm trying to see do you believe I as far as me I don't think it's ethical is I mean that's my and that's my own religious my, my own religious thoughts as well I just I just don't agree with it but I can remember as a teenager thinking oh god if I got in trouble you know would I you know consider it but after having my first daughter I there's no way absolutely not I don't think you know and then then there's so many people that do would adopt or you know women that can't have their own children that can't adopt but but again I'm not one that's gonna I'm not gonna push it you know, I'm not gonna push my beliefs on you or whatever. That that's just how I am. So yeah. Um, and kind of going off of that, um, Texas passed a law to legalize abortions over six weeks under all circumstances. And Florida's passing law to legalize them over 15 weeks. Um, so what are your general thoughts about this since there are dozens of states trying to pass a similar law? I would agree with that just because the big, you know, it's they, I know they think it's a fetus or whatever the heck they call it, but um, I mean, it's, it does have a heartbeat, but I think it, like if it's something like it could hurt the mother or um, if there's something, you know, I don't want to say if there's something wrong because there's babies born with like downs and all kinds of issues all the time that they are still the just, you know, the kids that people would, you know, love to love to have, love to love. Um, I did six weeks, eh, unless there's like some kind of medical issue, but 15 weeks, I just, I, no, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. What do you think about the releasing of the draft of Roe versus Wade, um, like the opinion release? Um, what do you think the impact of this will be on the U.S.? Um, yeah. Um, I think it's going to cause just more chaos. I mean, with, you know, women wanting, you know, the the right to choose and all that, all that is just going to be more chaos than on the media and just another thing for people to freak out about. And how do you think your views on abortion might differ from people that are younger um, and how might you bridge that gap between generations? Uh, yeah, I guess I already kind of answered, kind of told you that, but um, I just, 
mean, I just think it comes from your, you know, at home, you know, your, your, what your parents talk to you about, and, you know, just setting it, setting in those, those ethics, you know, just, um, you know, like doing the right thing when nobody's looking. I mean, you know, raising you to be a good person and doing the right thing when no one's looking. I think it just all stems from home, but again, I could, I can, I can see where kids, you know, they do something that they didn't mean for it to happen, you know, and y'all's hormones are always raging. <laughs> so, you know, um, it happens, you know, it happens a lot. So I just, uh, for me, I say for me, I, it's, it's a no for me. Um, I, and another thing I know if when my daughters were teenagers or, um, hell, even now, um, even though they're, they're, you know, both have their own careers and stuff, but if, if they were like still in college and accidentally got pregnant, I'd be like, look, I'll just, I'll raise it <laughs> just because I just, you know, I just know how I feel. According to Nina Jenkowitz, a fellow at the Wilson Center known for research on online information, women face a disproportionate amount of attacks online. These range from physical insults to threats of violence, especially women under 50 and in political careers. What are your thoughts about this and how um, could we change this? Um, I mean, I get, I, I would say report it. Um, I mean, women, I mean, especially when they put, put themselves out there, I mean, they're, it's just, I, I've seen, I've seen it on like the, the public social media pages, but they're, I mean, some people are, they're just terrible, but um, I mean, I would, I would definitely report it. Um, and if, then of course, if I told my husband that he would, God forbid, he take matters into his own hands. When you talk about like women in a political career, women in politics, they are just a whole different breed as far as, I mean, they're, you know, they just have this, I don't I don't mean to cuss, but like just this badass attitude that, you know, they can, they'll give it, I feel like they give it right back to them, you know, I mean, they won't, they won't take it. Um, but definitely, I mean, that with, with like with any social, social media, Instagram, Facebook, all that, I mean, you put something out there, you're going to get, you know, criticized or, you know, whatever. So but I feel like, especially women in politics, they just, they, they got a certain gumption about them that I just, I've never, ever, ever, <laughs> I just kind of like being back, um, back, being back and just watching from the sidelines, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, over the last few decades, the nation has made considerable progress in addressing the violence and abuse many women experience at the hands of partners, acquaintances, and strangers. Despite this progress, threats to women's safety continue to profoundly affect their economic security, health, civic engagement, and overall well-being. Can you please comment your thoughts on this issue? I feel like the justice system is broken as far as they, people, you know, they get in trouble for, um, you know, abusing a woman, hitting whatever, whatever it may be, but um get, you know, put them away, you know, go back to, you know, um, lethal injection, whatever. I mean, but don't let them sit there on death row for however long. I'm like, if they, you know, if they raped a woman or, 
I mean, hell, even like sexual abuse, all that kind of stuff. I just feel like if they went back to, you know, year, you know, hundreds of years ago when, you know, people did things like that. I mean, they, they took care of it, you know, and, um, and maybe it would make people, men think you can't do that. You can't, you know, you can't treat women like that and they'll stop. But I think our justice system is definitely broken as far as letting people get away with, you know, whatever they want to. And with modern science, um, I mean, we, you know, there's ways of, you know, figuring out, you know, if they were right with DNA and all that kind of stuff. So they have the factual information. So, um, but yeah, I definitely think it goes back to our justice system being broken and them not, you know, prosecuting the, these criminals um, that think that they can treat, treat not just women, but anyone, however they, however they want and get away with it. They sit on death row with cable, three meals a day, you know, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Um, globally in 2018, for every 10 victims of human trafficking detected, about five were adult women and two were girls. Most of the detected victims of trafficking for sexual exploitation around 92% are females. What can we as ordinary people do to alleviate human trafficking? Um, I think it goes back to my, my, what we just talked about. They need to freaking find these criminals and put them away. Not, they don't, if we don't have room for them away, start, you know, start, uh, you know, giving them the chair, lethal injection. I'm all for it, just, you know, cause I mean, that, what a horrible, horrible, horrible thing I, I i i tell both my girls whenever they travel i'm like y'all be aware of your surroundings you stay with your friends that i don't care you know if they want to stay in the bar later or whatever you stay with them you know always and don't ever let yourself get to where you can't you know function um you know especially if you're going to be in you know around strangers or whatever yeah it's just it's ridiculous and it's god that's my worst my worst nightmares for you know here at fsu i mean they're they they um they have a terrible record for um like tallahassee i think has a, a bad record for getting uh for the human trafficking thing but i know it's because we've got the colleges here um and do you think the women's movement is stronger or weaker today than in the 1970s and what do you think, uh, or how do you think things change for the better or worse based on your personal experience? Um, I don't really, gosh, I was born in the 70s. So, um, I mean, I think we definitely, it's better. I mean, we're, we're better. Um, but again, I'm old fashioned. I like, I mean, I don't, I have, I have a couple girlfriends that they, you know, they want, that whole, if a man can do it, I can do it. I like to be treated like a lady and I like, you know, if my husband can do it. I'm like, you go ahead. <laughs> like, I don't have to be that. <laughs> you know, I like being treated like a girl. <laughs> and what do you think of school dress codes? According to the American Civil Liberties Union, dress codes are legal if they do not treat boys and girls differently, force students to conform to sex stereotypes or censor particular viewpoints. What are your comments about this? Uh, I mean, 
it's, it's definitely makes it easier when you're getting dressed. You get up every morning, you know exactly what you have to wear. There's no, um, there's issues with kids, you know, uh, kids that don't really, their parents don't really have the money to buy the expensive clothes versus, you know, having to, you know, shop at secondhand stores or whatever. All that stuff comes into, um, into play. Um, I think it's just, I guess, whichever your preference is. But it's, I just think it makes it easier to get ready for school. <laughs> I, when I was in, when I was in the military, I had to wear a uniform every day. Didn't have to worry like now. I have to, you know, when I get up and get dressed, figure out what I'm going to wear. So I just think it makes it easier. But um, but but my kids went to public school, and so they, you know, basically wore whatever you want. I I I do think it would be good just because. Um, some, some of the stuff these yeah, these girls wear, I'm like, oh my goodness, leave something to the imagination, will you? <laughs> so if it would alleviate that, I'd be good with that. Mm -hmm. um, and um, someone on the internet mocked the NATO countries for stating that their Secretary of Defense were all females while Russia's are primarily male. What is your response to those people and how does that reflect on women's role in modern society? I mean, I think a woman, a woman women can do that job the only thing I don't know I just feel like women women are nurturers you know they're the ones that, that we just we are we're the hubs but men can be the hub too you know we're the ones that keep keep everyone together keep every everyone kind of keeping the flow at least at least it is in my family like I'm the one that you know just when my husband gets stressed out or whatever, I, um, you know, I'm like, okay, well, it's okay. We'll figure it out, you know, but he, but again, I could, the same for me, we, he, if I got stressed out, he would, you know, he would have my back, but um, I mean, I think a woman can do a job just as good as a man. The only thing I will say, and I always, I'll never forget this when I was in school I was in a debate. It was one of my debate, a debate class. And one of the guys in there, we were debating on whether a woman, sh woman should be president or not. And you got to think this is back in the 19, around 1990. He said, um, now, and of course he was being sarcastic, but I, but it, I honestly, it stuck with me, but there's seven days out of the month that a woman is just not rational. <laughs> And so um, I always joke about that because I know me, I mean, there's, there's, you know, something that I normally wouldn't care about if it's that during that time, I'd be like, it could set me off, you know, and it's some, you know, usually it's something just stupid and trivial, but it does happen. Um, yeah. So earlier you talked about, um, Allie, and like how as a teenager, mm -hmm. it's like, um, it's kind of hard to like um, talk about your political views with them. Mm -hmm. um, so can you talk more about having family members that disagree with your own views? Yeah, Allie and I, we're literally polar opposites, I think, as far as uh, political views. <laughs> and I still love her, love my little, my husband calls her our hippie child. <laughs> but um, I just, it don't, it doesn't matter. I I love her just the same. I'm glad she has, you know, her heart. I mean, she's got a huge heart and um, I just feel like during, uh, 
they they tend to change especially my oldest like her she I mean I wouldn't say she was as liberal as Allie was because she's uh four years older than Al Shane's four years older than Allie but her her view like just growing up getting a real you know going to school getting a real job getting married um a real job I just say her professional job um getting married all that kind of stuff your your um your your views change your values change your um, you know, kind of what, what you want, what, what you want in life changes and it, it changes as you get older. So, um, I just basically, we can agree to disagree. And, um, if it's something that would start, uh, uh, argument, I, we don't, I don't talk about it. <laughs> so we don't literally, we don't talk about, um, we don't talk about politics normally, especially me and Allie. Um, I, tr I do try to explain to her, you know, being, um, a, you know, kind of Republican, Democrat, that type of thing. I'm like, because uh, I don't think she realized this was back during the election time. You know, the Democrats, they a lot of times they want to give everything away. And, you know, I feel like, well, you know, we all we work for a living and so we got to pay for it somehow, which is our, you know, tax dollars and and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, but I think as, as she gets older and realizes certain things that she, it may not change completely, but it'll, I think it'll change a little. But I, my bottom line is I just, I raised them to be good humans and be good to people. And, um, you know, again, I feel like just always do it right. What's right when no one's looking. Cause that's, that's, that's what I do. I, that's kind of my, my man, my mantra, I guess. Um, a lot of times you, you, somebody might be having a, you know, a meltdown, hard day, whatever, but you just don't know what they're going through. I, you know, somebody could be freaking out about whatever. And then, you know, maybe they found out their, you know, their kid has cancer or something like, you just don't know what people are going through. So as much as, as many times as I've thought about punching someone in the throat um I'm just like take the high road because you just don't know what they're going through yeah um and what is your definition of a feminist feminist um, for my definition of feminist is like and I don't even know if it's right like someone that um they they think that um you know women can do um anything that um they should be able to do or they should be able to do anything that men can do or there's no um uh i guess rules or, or uh boundaries i guess for men and women i feel like there should be boundaries i mean it feels like that um that there is a war on women trying to turn back many gains they have won throughout the years. Um, so how do we combat this war or do you believe that um, it's a real thing that's happening? I don't, I don't think there's a, I don't really think there's a war on women. Um, I just think, I think a lot of it is you know, back in the day, we didn't have all the social media, the Facebook, the Instagram, the all the things. And so when you put something out there now, I mean, it's out there. And um, so maybe it does feel like now 
it's just more obvious, but I, I mean, I think it's the same as it's always been, you know, women just, they want to, you know, be able to um, do everything, do everything a man can do. And I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, I don't, I'm just like, no, I like being a girl, whatever. <laughs> and um, well, what do you like to see happen when it comes to gender equality in the next few years? Or do you believe that um, the U.S. Um, needs to do anything regarding gender equality? Um, I mean, I would like to see, well, we talked earlier about the equal pay, equal pay rights. I think that for whatever their career field, if they want to, you know, go into that, where if it's predominantly men, I think they should be able to make the same, I mean, they should, if they have have the same exact skills, um, same performance, they should be paid equally. That, that, that is a given, but it's just, it's just not the world we live in right now. Um, yeah. So thank you so much for doing this.